Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. You have me, Pastor B3 and... Papableso. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Apostle Moses today is, uh, where do you think he is? You can let us know online. Where could he possibly be? The last time people guessed, uh, it was very interesting. But uh, Apostle Moses sends his love and greetings. Apostle, where are you watching? I have not seen him on Facebook or on YouTube. I'm about to is see him on, on, on Facebook. Is he on Facebook? Unless he's in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Let us know where you think Apostle Mose is, what you think he's doing ah. right now. <laughs> but welcome, welcome, welcome. We continue our series, sort of a series, right? Our learning together on MC Live. We've been talking about faith. Yes. Faith. Faith, faith, faith. And so last week, do you remember what we talked about last week? This is the victory that, that overcomes, overcomes the, the world. world. Our faith. Our that faith. whatever is born of born God, of God. Does, does what? Overcomes, overcomes the, world. the world, yes. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And that the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. And the fact that the systems of this world eh, mm. Mm. are so contrary to the system of God, of God that if I subject myself to the system of this world, I can't overcome, even though I'm born of God. Because yeah. what overcomes the world is it's faith. Is the faith. Is the faith. Which comes by hearing and mm -hmm. hearing by the word mm -hmm. of God. Yeah. Yeah. So today we will continue in that, why? We started by talking about the word this year. The word, the word arise, we say this is the light of the, the light, the year of light. Mm. That arise, shine for your light has come and that the word of God is that light that when it comes, when the word comes and revelation comes, light comes and when light comes, it's time to rise. Yeah. And so we're now getting into what does light what some of the things that, the, that light or the word of God empowers? That is faith because faith receives what has been provided by, by grace. grace. Yeah. And that God has already provided everything that we need for victory. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've been talking about a life of consistent, not only consistent, but predictable, predictable victory. victory. Not the kind that is just on and off, but predictable victory. And that it is found in the word of God. Mm. So, uh, people are saying Apostle Mose is, is, in, is at the Maldives sipping a pina colada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds more like it. <laughs> sounds more like it. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. He's in Bulgaria. Ah, okay. Bulgaria. It's okay. Just it's in unique Bulgaria. to me. Um, Apostle, I'm sure you're going to read where people believe you are and may the Lord speak <laughs> to you. <laughs> but let's get into the word. Yeah. Uh, because people are ready. I see them with their tea, their snack. Mm. Hey, some people are like, what do you mean? This is the real snack is the word. We don't eat food here. <laughs> flesh. We don't feed the flesh. flesh. We are sorry. But, yeah, but in MC, we eat together. It's part of our core principles. So if there's yeah. no snack where you are, please put a demand on the anointing <laughs> yeah, to provide the snack provide at once. Snack. Mm. So today we will be studying together again about faith. And man, you guys may not know, but Papa Blesso is a very powerful teacher of the word. So, Shataya. me today, today I'm going to be supporting the man of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I can help to read the scripture and then I will get out of his way. I, 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 I. Oh, wow. So, in John chapter, it is true, in John chapter 5, there's a story there. I'm going to be the reader and then Papa Blesso is going to start breaking it down. It's a story told by John. <laughs> John chapter 5 from verse 2. Now there, now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda having five porches. In these, in these five porches lay a great multitude of sick people. Can you imagine that? A great multitude of sick people. I can smell the smell. Mm. Mm. Blind, Pain. lame, paralyzed, waiting Wait for the, the moving, moving of the water. water. 
For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there. Remember they said it's a great multitude, but now they are singling out a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years longer than I've been alive, Papa Blesso. Longer than you've been alive also. My God. When Jesus saw him, some people are saying, not for long, we three, not for long. Soon you will not stay longer than I've been. I will enjoy the time I have left. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man, he's even called the sick man, he has no name, answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. Is that what they asked him? Do you have a man to put you in the pool? No. Anyway, when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, another steps down before me, and Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day, was the Sabbath. Sabbath. Man of God, what do these things mean? Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to break it down. Yeah, come on, Papa. <laughs> hey, even Timo is massaging those kids. Timo is massaging the kids. Hey. <laughs> All right. So, uh, um, we are talking about faith and, yes. and throughout the weeks we've had Apostle Mose and, and, and Pastor Bithri teach us really the basics of the word faith. And here we see an interesting story that we are going to um, walk through together that has lots of lessons for us to learn from. And um, verse 3, was that at verse 3, um, where the Bible says that in these porches, in these uh, sort of like water spaces, lay mm. a great multitude of sick people. Mm. A great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. Mm. And, and the man that they are talking about, um, because the scripture singles him out later on in, in verse 5, but the man they are talking about was part of the that multitude. He was part of the great multitude. The certain man who was there, who had an infirmity for 38 years, mm. was part of the great multitude. And as, as I was thinking about the scripture, based on how he responded, because Jesus asks, asks him questions, do you want to be made well? Then yeah. he starts telling him, you see, um, he starts giving him stories mm. and excuses. Mm. And it's like this man had learned to live and embrace what the environment around him was like. Yes. It's like he was surrounded by sick people. He was surrounded by pain. He was surrounded by hopelessness. He was surrounded by um, situations that sort of like caused him to think. Because, I mean, you've been there 38 years. Yep. And you're in the same environment. Mm -hmm. And, and you've, it's like you've sort of like settled into functioning a certain way. Yes. Functioning, what, what I think Apostle Mose called sometimes functioning in your dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Because he had been surrounded by this interesting environment of people who are sick, who have no hope, mm. who are in pain. Mm. And so his mind, like he had started, probably he had adjusted to that mm. life. Yeah. It's like, well, I think this is my life now. I'll be here. I mean, 38 years yeah. I've accepted to live like this for yeah. the rest of my life. Mm. My friends are here. They've probably lived with them. Um, probably the conversations they have with them are conversations that are, are not building faith. They're probably conversations that are just breeding fear. They're like, we've settled to live this life like this mm. forever. Mm. And, 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 and as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about us. I'm thinking about um, people um, around us who have sort of like, you've settled to function in a dysfunction. You've settled to think that this is the way life is. Yeah. Be because everyone around you is probably failing in life, you've accepted that you're going to be a failure yes. in life. Yeah. Because everyone around you is probably not yet married, you, 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 are, you, you are learning to function in that dysfunction and think maybe because everyone else is not married, probably this is my nice life. Story. This is my story. Or because um, everyone in your family, you know, 
I come from a family that um, usually I tell people that I was the first graduate huh. in wow. my nearby clan. And like everyone I know as the first graduate, and usually I tell people that it's like my, I, I had learned to live in a dysfunction of my family mm. because everyone around us seems, seemed not to have enough. Mm. So I, 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 I had embraced a life of not enough. I am not enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough this. I will not have enough influence because the environment had sort of like defined my reality. I had yeah. allowed my circumstances and the people around me to define yes. my reality. Mm. So I find that this is the, the space that this man finds himself in. Absolutely. He's in a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and you know, as you're speaking, Papa Bliss, so the question on my mind is, what environment are you in? Who have you surrounded yourself with? Because we usually surround ourselves with people who either are feeding our dysfunction or are challenging us to go further. And the thing with faith is that it's uncomfortable. Because yes. faith is reaching for the what you don't have now. Mm. It's the mm. evidence of things you've not yet seen, the yes. substance of things that you're hoping for. Mm. So hope is not hope if you have the thing. Mm. So are you surrounded by people who all of you have the same struggles. All of you talk about the same challenges. All of you have the same bank balance, the same bank balance almost the same. <laughs> like the people we surround ourselves with, he who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Yes. And you can say that this man, he didn't choose his environment. That's true, but maybe he did. Because maybe he was more comfortable to be around the sick, the blind, the lame, because he carried an infirmity. They don't tell us what it is. Yeah. For 38 years, mm -hmm. that at least these ones won't judge me. So maybe you come into a missional community and you live because all these people, when they walk in, they're driving, they're saying stuff, they're, they're praying happy. in tongues, they're too happy, and you're like, these people make me uncomfortable. But maybe that's what you need. Yeah. The discomfort that creates the life that's possible. Mm. Because mm. if you only hang around the ones who have what you have, then you can't reach for more. Yeah. Faith is the invitation into the much mores of God. Yeah. But sometimes that's uncomfortable. Sometimes your aunt always have a testimony. <laughs> and for you, you're like, you know, yesterday in our gang, we mm. had people talking about their gang experience. Gang is a discipleship group that we run. And many of them were talking about how their lives are changing because of hearing about the gospel. And one of them said, I'm glad your lives are changing that much. She says, for me, I've dealt with unbelief so long mm -hmm. that I found myself struggling to we receive these things but she said but i'm not getting out of this environment until yeah, i can yeah. see what you guys see yeah, yeah. and that is faith yes. to say that i recognize that where i am is not the right place but i'm not going to leave because you guys make me uncomfortable your stuff makes me feel weird but i want what you have and i want to feel what you feel that's why you're in a missional community yes that's the point of discipleship to get out of the places where the dysfunction is normal mm -hmm. and you enter a place where people are like it's not okay to not have transport all the time. Yeah. It's not okay to have be a serial data. You have seven girlfriends or five boyfriends. <laughs> it's not okay hey. to, to, to not be excellent, to write right. words that are, don't, you know, you write spellings are wrong. Excellence mm. is spiritual. Yeah. It's not okay to smell bad. It's not okay to look, it, 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 it's not okay to stay at the same status and not move forward. It's not okay to not be generous, to yeah. get into a space where people are talking about generosity all the time. Yeah. That this right here, that's why do you think this thing is in the Bible? They could have told us about this man. Why did they tell us about his environment? Yeah. Because part of our faith journey involves placing ourselves in environments that speak what the word of God speaks. Yeah. People come into worship service and say, you guys are too happy. We came in, they said we came in and wondered, these ones are pretentious. Something is going something. to change. Why are you <laughs> hugging me? Why are you so nice to me? What's wrong with you? But you say, no, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Because in Christ Jesus, there is joy. Yeah, there is peace. Joy, Moreover, yeah. the fullness of joy. So if it makes you uncomfortable, but it is in the word of God, stay until you become comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. 
Stay until you become comfortable with joy. Stay until you become comfortable with abundance. Stay until you become comfortable with generosity. Stay until you become comfortable with breakthrough. Stay until you become comfortable with health. Stay until you become... There are people who came and said that they didn't believe in marriage, but the worship harvest couples irritated them because they thought that these people are pretending. Look at them. We've seen them before. We are giving them time. You think we've not seen people in love? Then they stay one year. They get close. They come inside the house. They watch. They say, but these people can't keep up this act too long. Before they know it, they believe in marriage. Stay until the thing that has made you uncomfortable becomes comfortable. The thing that is in line with the word of God. Because it's possible that you've been in a dysfunctional environment too long long. that it has affected your faith. Now unbelief is what is reigning in your life. Yeah. So if happy people make you irritated, stay until you also start irritating, irritating others. others. With your joy. With your joy. <laughs> yeah. That it begins there. Why do they tell us about this man? In this lay a great multitude of sick people. Blind, lame. And they were... And, 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 and Papa Bless, so earlier on you talked about that other part of, part of not only that they were amongst people who are experiencing something contrary to the word of God. Because faith is really... Our positive response to what, what Christ God has done by grace, right? So, but these people are not only lying there; they are waiting for something so. outside of themselves to do something for them. Yes, they say that they were waiting for the moving of the water. Passive. Usually, people in such an environment are passive. They say, "Ah, in in our family, for us, we are broke. One day, maybe also, the uh, NGO will come. <laughs> oh, oh, a government to serve a government to Yambi." Oh, for us, Mnange, this is how we are. So one day we are waiting for one day our financial breakthrough to hit us. Mm. One day. What are you sitting waiting to happen? Faith is not passive. Yeah. Talk about that, Papa Blesso. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so as, as, as you are speaking, I, I just remembered the story of the Israelites, how, mm. how they had been in Egypt for so long and yes. had learned to function as slaves, yes. as that and when God wanted to move them to the to, to the promised land for mm. them to experience his goodness to a land that flows with milk <laughs> and honey i mean he had to he had to move them to a different environment mm-hmm. He could not keep them there. And, and you realize that even there, the, some people were just passive. They were comfortable. Mm. Because when Moses came and he was telling them something contrary to what they were seeing, they, they started opposing him. They mm. started <laughs> attempting to, 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 to like go against him, to rebel, to complain. To, you find that people who, who, if you're comfortable in that space, you find yourself complaining yes. a lot. Mm. You're just being passive. And, and, and God needed to move them mm, mm. into a different environment. God needed to move them into a different environment, into a different land for them to receive the promises, for them to worship him freely, for mm. them to experience the freedom that he wanted them. He could not, probably he could, but their situation could not allow him <laughs> to, to give them that freedom and life in Egypt. Mm-mm. And I noticed that that thing happens literally with everyone that I read about in scripture. Abraham. Yes. He had to get out of his mm. environment, his mm. family, mm. his country. Mm. He had to get out of that place. When God wanted to get rid of that not enough mentality mm. in my life, mm. do you know where he brought me? He worship thrust harvest. me into worship harvest. Come on. I still remember the first time I showed up and I'm seeing young people in worship harvest katikati, they are all driving the park lot is full. Hey. I saw that giving. I'm like, where am I? Like, what is going on? Yes. What is going on with my life? I see people are happy, married, they are wealthy. I visited homes. I'm like, mm, these people exist in Kampala and mm. they are born again. Yes. And they are happy. Mm. And they are rich. God, and I had to be active. I, I had to. Remember one time Apostle Mose asked us to share our net worth. Shababa. Break it at <laughs> hey, I, I feel was... the spirit of the Lord in this flesh. <laughs> I was in Kitty Town. Come on. And people's net worth was in the hundreds of millions. Hey. You want to know what mine was? <laughs> tell us, tell us. <laughs> oh man. It was negative 2.85 negative. million. These are levels negative. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Plesso, 
No, 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 no. My brother, you were in a dysfunction. I was in a dysfunction. The thing is that the people around me, it it seemed okay. Because we used to go borrow and work. But I was in that space. And I I told myself, I'm not leaving this space. I will not. Because I know God wants me wealthy. Yes. And I need to keep in a certain environment. Mm. I need to be active, to Mm. participate and engage with whatever it is they are doing. Yes. Yes, at times I was intimidated by the things, but I said, I'm going to stay here with the people that intimidate me. Until until I move. Until you and did you move? Of course. Yes. Hey. Hey. You know, you know, Papa Blesso, as you're sharing, you talked about the Israelites. Yes. And sadly, because I like that you talked about them and then you juxtaposed it with your story. Sadly, for the Israelites, even when God moved them out of their environment, they carried their environment with, with them. them. On the inside of them, they remained slaves in a free land. When God showed them their inheritance, they remained slaves. Slaves. They complained. They grumbled. They made demands and nothing was enough because they were on the inside. They were still slaves. There are people who have come into worship harvest and when they sit and they ask net worth, they leave. They say, you're money-minded. Why do you want to know my business? You're intrusive. Why must we go on frontier? Why must we go for for evangelism? I'm not an evangelist. Meanwhile, God is trying to change you. But you see, he has to change the inside environment because it's what affects the outside. You can't be in an environment and stay the same and remain broke and remain complaining, sad, you know, just unpleasant, unfavored. The problem usually then, you have to look around and say, if everyone around me, what is the problem? I must start responding to the word. Because that's what we're talking about. That this man lay there with his friends waiting for something to happen. Faith doesn't wait. Faith Faith goes and gets what belongs to faith. Faith says, I will not live until my net worth changes. Faith says, I will not stop going on evangelism until I'm no longer scared to share the gospel. Faith says, I am not going to leave that mission or community until I understand. Faith says, I'll keep sowing seed until I see increase. Faith says, because it is written. Faith is not passive, child of God. Faith doesn't wait for someone to do something about it. Faith gets up. When the word is given that a little one shall become a thousand, faith says, oh, let's open that company. Faith says, oh, let's let's multiply our giving. Faith says, really, let's start that hosting center. Faith says, okay, let's 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 release more missional communities. Faith says, all right, let's let's start buying land. Faith says, let's start a foundation. Let's Let's visit the architect. Let's propose to that girl. Let's say yes to that boy. Faith does something. Yes. If you're sitting around waiting for God, he's waiting on you. Hey. Because God moved. Yeah. When he gave his word and his son, he moved. Yeah. And he gave us everything we'll ever need for life and godliness. Yeah. And then he places us in families, churches. That's why you need to be planted. Yeah. Because your environment and where you are determines how far you go. This yeah. man's environment, you realize that when he got healed, he had to get up and go. Yes. He had yes. to leave had the to environment. Leave the so you, if you stay there, they keep pulling you down. They keep drawing you back because you need to be comfortable in your environment. Yeah. There are places where you're going right now that are drawing you back. All your friends yeah. talk about how cohabiting is more comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know that it's not of the covenant. But you keep right. hanging around them. Of course, you'll not move into covenant. Yeah. You need to move around people who are in covenant marriages. Yeah. Until you get so uncomfortable with the it's other thing and do the thing that should be of good. Yeah. Are we talking at all? Yeah. We are preaching good, Papa Blesso. (laughs) We are still on verse 1, meanwhile. Wow. (laughs) Verse 2 there, verse 3, in this letter, we are the children of our Father. Yes. Apostle, you must be proud of us. (laughs) In this letter, great multitude. So what have we said about this verse? One, what environment have you intentionally placed yourself in? Is that environment speaking faith or unbelief? unbelief? Whatever it is, it's going to draw you into its equality. Whatever it's equal to, you will become equal to. Yeah. If you're among the complainers, the ones who are, who are scared, you know, fear is a spirit. God has yeah. not given us a, a spirit, spirit of, of fear. fear. Ah. Yes, it's a spirit yeah. and you can be under that influence. Me, I'm scared. Me, wow. I'm fearful. I'm freaking out. <laughs> That's okay. You're embracing a spirit. Wow. So, 
you're either under that or you mm-hmm. say the, bo- the, the, the ones who are of faith, they are mm-hmm. bold as a lion. Yes. They take, they territory. take territory. They get up even when inside the things are jelly like this. You say, they we are going. Yes. But inside you're like, Shababa. <laughs> but you take it. You marry yeah, that girl. Yeah, you say yes yeah, to that yeah, boy. Yeah, you do yeah, something. Yeah. You do it. Not because of a feeling, but because it is written, written. in the word of God. You go and take your inheritance. Wow. I'm talking about Pastor, Pastor Solomon here. Yeah. For an angel went down at a certain time mm. into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after, yep. you see whoever took action, right? Yes. Was made well was made of whatever well. disease. But now, okay, that's the angel. Now a certain man mm. now, this is what the scripture is doing, Papa. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is out of a multitude, it is singling out Isolating. one guy. God, when God looks at you, you're not going to appear before God with your spouse. Mm. I was married, so I needed to let my wife shine, my husband shine. Hey. There's even no marriage in heaven. <laughs> God sees a certain man or woman. Mm. He sees you in that mission or community. Are you being faithful with what he has given you? Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not looking at your mission or community leader. He's looking at you. He's like, there is a certain man. There is a certain woman. And then I know their condition. You can be sitting here in a crowd in this room. Mashima Vesbugolobi has come out in large numbers. Yeah. Hey. But God is seeing individuals. individuals. He knows exactly what Kaposh is going through. He knows exactly what Pastor Emma needs. He knows exactly what each person right now needs to be taking action on. Yeah. And when he's dealing with us, even as we are preaching this message, many people are getting different instructions Absolutely. because he knows exactly what you need to do and you also know. He's not a God of confusion. Yeah. So God is very personal. Mm. He works with a multitude, but he's also very personal. He comes and there's a certain man who was there in that condition, in that place, and he had a particular I, infirmity for a particular amount of time. Yeah. You know, you have to be able to know your situation. Me, there are things I can't get myself involved in. Mm. For example, there are people who can take some wine here and there. I can't. Because you see, you need to know that in my paternal line, mm. all my, my, about eight out of nine of my paternal side of the family, my, my relatives, my father's siblings, died of alcoholism. So you, you can do certain, me, I can't. Mm. There's a thing that must be broken. It's personal. It's personal. Why? We might all hang out and everyone is drinking wine. Now there's a demon on assignment that mm. has been there for a while waiting for me to for also engage. Mm. So you, you know your story. You know that while we are here, I know my journey with yeah. God. Yeah. And God knows my journey. He knows the things I deal with. He knows the things I struggle with. What I struggle with is not what you struggle with, Papa Blesso. It's true. They are different. <laughs> yeah? They are really different, but God is aware. Yeah. But what does he do about that? Jesus doesn't just know your situation. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. When Jesus saw him so lying like there, passive, mm. used to his situation. Mm-hmm. When Jesus, you know, yesterday, one of my friends was talking about how God has been seeking each one of us out. God is so personal. Think about yeah. it. He's been seeking you out for years. Connecting you to a loving church family. Connecting you to that mission or community. Placing you in that area. That workplace. That family. Giving you particular giftings. Putting people around you. God is so... When you think about how much he has pursued you. Oh, that love is amazing. Yeah. That God is so aware. He, Jesus doesn't just see a crowd. He sees people. Yeah. It's not just a crowd of, of 6,000. 6, this, this, this week we celebrated 6,000, yeah. more than 6,000 people attending Ooh. garage in worship harvest. But God doesn't just see a crowd of 6,000. He sees his one by one. Stories. He sees stories being changed. He sees his sons yeah. and daughters. Yeah. He walks in and he sees a certain man lying there. And he knew that he had yeah. already been in that condition a very long, a long time. time. God is aware. Yeah. What does he do? Does he offer him advice? No. Does he sit down with him and say, man, dude, you know what they say these days, that if you're going to be, they say that you have to be sensitive, you know, <laughs> get empathetic, sit with yeah. him. Did Jesus sit with him and put himself in this man's shoes Mm-mm. and sit there and Mm-mm. say, oh, how is it on that mat? Did he buy him a new mat? No. Did he buy him a new bed? No. Did he call the United Nations? No. Did he counsel him and ask him, how do you feel? No. You know, have you been judged by people? He's like, you know, what, 
Jesus doesn't sit there and feel him in his infirmity. Yeah. Jesus sees this man and sees a son of God. Yeah. He sees a son of God who should be reigning in life. Yeah. Yeah. And what he looks him in the eye and empowers him and says, "Do you, you want, you want to, be to be made well. what a question?" You would imagine that Jesus is aware that if this man wants to be made well, but Jesus knows that you can get so comfortable in your dysfunction that you even don't want don't to be want made to well. Get that when people start coming and talking to you about your finances, you chuck them. You call them insensitive. <laughs> if they come and start talking to you about your relationship habits or your emotional issues, you say, those people are so insensitive and intrusive. So you do you, the question today, listen, you who is watching, do you want to be made well? Do you want to get out of that situation? Because Jesus just doesn't come and say, be made well. He says, do you do want, want it. it? Do you want it? Because he's aware that the longer you stay in a situation, the more comfortable you become with it, even when it's contrary to the will of God. Yeah. For you, do you want to be made well? Speak into it, Papa Blesso. Oh, wow. Mm. 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 That was deep, yo. <laughs> do you want to be made well? I'm reminded of the scripture in Isaiah that says, if you are willing and obedient, and obedient if you are willing, starts with willing. Mm. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So the good of the land is there. Mm. The promises are there for our yes. taking. The life is there. The health, the wealth, the peace, the joy. But if you want, that's a question he asks him. Do you want to be made well. Mm. Are you willing? Because God is willing. God is willing. God is able. Yes. But do you want, do you really, really, really desire it in the depth? Because if you do, <laughs> then it's, I think, I think he's calling for action on the side, on, on the side of this gentleman. Absolutely. He, he, he is looking for participation mm. on his side. Mm. Because yes, he has given him everything he, he, he knows he has the power to make him well, but yes. he's asking him, do you want, do you desire to, to be, be made, made well? well. Oh, oh, oh. That's a question that God is asking you today. What do you want? Do you want a shoulder to cry on or do you want to be made well? What do you want? <laughs> do you want an understanding ear or do you want to be made, to well? Be made well? God's love for you is a powerful force that draws you out of darkness into light. It's mm. powerful. Mm. Mm. That draws you out of hopelessness into hope. hope. That gets you out of being passive and makes you a participant in the divine nature. Yeah. I was trying to find that scripture. Is it in First or Second Peter? Second Peter. To Peter that talks about how we have received the promises of God mm. that through these promises we may Mind be partakers, partakers of the divine Second nature. Second Peter 1. Second Peter 1, 4. That through this, what does it say? Papa Blesso. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises mm. that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. What, are, what helps us to become partakers of the divine nature? The promises the of promises. God. So first of all, you have to know them. Yes. And maybe this man for him, what does, do you see what this man does when Jesus asks him, do you want to be made well? Does he say yes? No. See what he does? He starts <laughs> making excuses. He says, yeah. you, uh, you, you know Jesus, what you're not aware of is that, um, the Bible even says, the sick man answered him, can you imagine where you become one with your infirmity that now That's they refer to you as the complainer? Hey. The broke guy. I refuse. I, I refuse to I participate. I refuse to participate. They start to refer to you as the one, the difficult one. Mm. The, 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 the one who always has stomach pain. Hey. The sick man answered and said to him, Sir, I have, I have no... no the, excuse me, the question is, do you want to be made well? Not what are the situations that you find yourself in. Mm, mm, this mm. one wouldn't pass your neighbor. <laughs> They've asked you a question. Do you want to be made well? You see, I come from Chariwajala. No one has asked you where you come from. Do you want to be Do made well? He says, sir, I have no man. You see, he's so used to a dysfunction. He's so used to having a pity party that he's pointing to someone, to someone else. else. He's saying, ah, there's someone. That their victory is tied to another hey, person. Hey, your victory is not tied to another man. Even when you're in an environment, you determine where you go. Yeah. 
The problem is not your MC leader. Hey. The, promise, the problem is not your pastor. pastor. The problem is not your hado leader. Hey. The problem is not your father. The hey. problem is not your uncle who did something when you were a little boy or a little girl. Yeah. The problem is not your boss or the lack of a promotion. Yeah. You have the problem. The problem is will you respond to God? Will you hold on to the promise of God and say, I am not letting go until I until see this I thing see come it. to pass? Yeah. He says, do you want to be made well? Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another one steps down before me. Come on! Hey, Do you want to be made well? Sir, you see it's been COVID season. Do you want to be made well? You see, I've asked five girls out before. They all said no. Do you want to be made well? You see, I've started this number of businesses that hey. have not worked out. Do you, Do you want, want to, to be made well? You see, for me, I can't save 20% because COVID... Hey. Do you want to be made well? That is the question that you must answer today. What do you want? Because guess what? There's a time Apostle Moses was talking about how many of us Faith comes by hearing, hearing yes. by the word of God, right? Mm-hmm. So you're watering ground with no seed. You're not in the word. Mm-hmm. You see, for me, over memory. You see, for me, I can't wake up in the morning. You see, for pray. me, five, I can't wake up to pray. <laughs> you see, for me, I can't read my Bible. Then get comfortable in your in dysfunction. Your dysfunction. <laughs> Stay at the pool with your fellow lame, sick, and blind people. Hey. And don't complain about it. Don't if not, a... change something. Hey. Get into that Bible. Because you see, Apostle was saying, you wake up. And at Chaliwajala is where you're, you're living Chaliwajala. And in Nalia is the point of obedience. Yeah. But you bypass and go to Untinda. You continue in prayer and fasting. Your obedience is getting the word of God. You say, for me, I'm fasting. Actually, from 40 day now, I am on 90. Okay. <laughs> I've gone beyond Jesus hey. because I want to show him hey, that, that they, we are greater works. greater works. But he's saying, <laughs> my child, faith comes by hearing. You're saying, no, I'm going to stop eating food. In fact, I've entered dry, dry fast. Hey. Double dry. <laughs> you understand? So he's saying, faith comes by hearing. Your obedience, your, your mission leader has given you an instruction. We fly by instruction. Because you know, yeah. you see what Jesus does? When yes. this man starts telling stories, you see for Giving me, there are people who have sat with and asked, are you a tither? Then they start telling you stories. Yeah. Huh? Now you see for me, Banange, <laughs> if you see my rent, and are you a tither? Budget. <laughs> yes or no? Tithe means 10% of your income. Yes or no? You see, huh? okay, that thing I used to do it, then I don't know what, now also school fees. Are you a tither? Stories. Yes or no? Now get into obedience mode to the mm-hmm. word of God because what, do you see what Jesus does? Yeah. It's like he tells him, shut up. Jesus said to him, he has, you'd think Jesus would say, oh, who? how many years have you been here? No one. You mean you don't have siblings? Me, I'm here to put you, I understand. I understand. Even me, I've been forsaken. They all forsook me and fled. I understand your problems, sir. You've been here 38 years. No one puts you in the water. Choka mm. these people. What's your tribe? Mm. <laughs> yeah, those ones usually have problems. You know what Jesus does? Jesus said to him. Jesus gives him a word. Yeah. He says, rise. And this word involves him doing something. something. Faith yeah. is not passive. Yeah. Jesus doesn't just pray over him and say, you are well. He says, rise. rise. Take the, up. Take up your, your bed, bed and walk. walk. Three things you must do. Rise, take, take up, up your bed, walk. walk. Rise, take, take up, up your bed, bed. Walk. walk. What instruction has God given you? Start a missional community. You see, Lord, you know, I know only uh, one scripture and it's not in King James. Start a missional community. Go out on evangelism. I fear talking. He will tell you what he told Moses. I will be with your mouth. <laughs> If God has given you an instruction, in the instruction is the power for yeah. your freedom and your miracle. Yeah. He tells this man, and what does this man then do? Bible says, and immediately. Ah! He what? What does the word immediately mean? There and then. Does it mean right that there. he went for a prayer and fasting retreat? No. Did he pray about the instruction to change if it was from God? Because he was waiting for his feelings. Just find the Greek and Hebrew. Hebrew translation of rise, take up your bed. Actually, in Hebrew, what does it mean? It means exactly that. Tithe. Give towards a rise and build. Marry that girl. Yeah. 
building, building. buy land. What instruction have you received? Honor your father and mother. Forgive that person. Yeah. Be planted. Be planted. What instruction have you received? And you're still going to the prayer mountain. Wasting saliva. <laughs> Submit. Man, there are so many instructions, but there are people still waiting to feel, feel. something. While you wait to feel, people are people getting are away getting from away that from crowd. They're accelerating. Yeah. Immediately, this man, your response has to be immediate to the word of the Lord. Yeah. Don't wait to understand it because I don't think it makes sense to a man who has been paralyzed, paralyzed for 38, 38 years, years that he should rise. What do you mean rise? What do you mean rise? <laughs> but it's a mystery. Yeah. He, the man was made well. He took, took up, up his bed and walked. And the story changed just like that. Your story will change when you complete your obedience to the word of the Lord. Hey! Mm. Until then, your story, your story remains the, remain same. the same. This man could have chosen to stay at that yeah. pool. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the Israelites. They remained slaves even when, even they, were when free. they were free. Faith is not passive. Yeah. Faith requires a positive response. response. Faith is activated in faith environments. Yeah. And God honors you so much, He gives you a word. He doesn't empathize. He doesn't give you, I don't know what, he gives you a word because in his word is the power to continue performing for you and sustain you in the place of victory yeah. consistently, consistently, predictably. Yeah. What has God said to you? Wow. Papa bless, so why don't you bring this thing to a close? Shut up, yeah? <laughs> yes. Just as you are speaking, the fact that the word of God is what sustains your victory. When you read on in this story, mm -hmm. when this man meets people and they are asking him, the, 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 the Pharisees, and they are asking him, he, he answers them in verse 11 and tells them that, um, he who made me will say to me. Ah! He refers to the word he received. He said to me, take up your bed and walk. Yes. And that is what I am doing. I'm just obedient to the word. And I was thinking that there were so many people in that place. Wow. But the only person whose situation changed mm. is the person who had the word Come on. and acted on the word. There was a great multitude, but the only person who experienced the miracle and the life of God was the person who had the word of God and responded, and responded positively yes. to the word of God. Mm. So this evening, God is speaking to you. Absolutely. Right where you are. God is speaking to you individually. Mm. Do you want to be made well? Yeah. He's giving you particular instructions. He's reminding you of instructions he has given you yes. before. Yes. So many instructions he has given you. Mm. And he's just saying, will you be willing and obedient mm. to each of those instructions? in order for you to experience and walk consistently in your victory. Wow. Do you want to be made well? Wow. That's the question today. God wants you to be made well, not only in your body, in your finances, in yeah. your relationships, in yeah. your emotions, yeah. in everything that concerns you. He says, I think it's in Peter, that he desires above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as even your soul as your prospers. Soul prospers. Third, John. Third John 2. And he says that he desires that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. You know what your soul is? Your mind. To the degree that you renew your mind to the word of the Lord, you will yeah. experience prosperity. He says, yes. beloved. He's speaking to those he loves. Yeah. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in how many things? In all, all things. things. That is the desire of God. And mm -hmm. be in health just as your soul prospers. Yes. The same way your soul prospers, you will prosper in all things. Yeah. What has God spoken in his word? Mm. What have you accepted to be okay? For, from the age of about 14, I've had pain in my stomach every day. I reached a point where, honestly, I prayed, but there was a, at the back of my mind, I expected and anticipated pain. I was in pain all the time while preaching, while greeting people, every day. Until this year, 
I got up in January and I was like, this is not okay. This is not okay. If it's available that Jesus died, mm -hmm. that I might have freedom from pain and sickness, yeah. and I'm not just free, but I'm a dispenser of divine health. Yeah. I can't walk around with this thing in my body anymore because I would, when it would come, I would even be like, yeah, there we go again. So what did I do? In Jan, I changed things. I set alarms on my phone because I remembered that in Proverbs chapter 4, he talks about how the word of God is health to all my flesh. Mm -hmm. It is life to those who find, find they are life to those who find, find them and health, health to all, all their, their flesh. flesh. So I'm like, if the word of God is health to all my flesh, I started finding scripture on healing and I wouldn't wait for pain. Mm -hmm. I started, you know, I'll take a dose of medicine Mm -hmm. I started giving myself doses, extra oh, doses. You see, when their problem increases, you increase, increase the dose. The you increase the dose of the word. Mm -hmm. So I started telling my body, by his stripes you are healed. Mm -hmm. he, he was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. But the chastisement of your peace was upon him. And by his stripes you are healed. I started you know, looking out for scriptures, speaking it, playing healing scriptures. I found them, Andrew Makar's healing scriptures. Listening to them at particular times. I had alarms going off. Mm. And I realized that from what I can remember, at least February 1st mm -hmm. to date, I have not had stomach pain. Now you see, if for you, you have never had stomach pain all the time. You don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I was explaining to my children that when you see the story of blind Bartimaeus, you don't know what a miracle that is because you've never been blind. Yeah. But can you imagine not knowing what color looks like? How do you explain red to a blind man? Blue. Green. How do you tell him about the sky? You can't say cotton because he has never seen cotton. Yeah. How do you explain to him beauty? He has never seen yeah. So for him, for eyes to be open is a, a big, big deal. For yeah. the first time in his life, he's able to see color. He's able to see trees. Mm -hmm. He's able to see the sky, chairs, people, humans, the face of his mother, his baby, whatever it is, it's a miracle. So for me, I thought everyone used to have stomach pain all the time. So if you sat next to me and your tummy rumbled, I'd be like, I know how it feels. And then mm. my husband would say, no, I'm not feeling pain. I'm like, you are serious? <laughs> I thought it was normal. So there are things you've accepted as normal. Maybe being broke all the time. Uh, I used to accept that I would just be sad. Every once in a while, I would enter depression and stay there. And I thought it's just part of life. It's hormonal imbalance. No. Hey. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Your strength. You're clothed with, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the clothing of joy. joy. Mm -hmm. You understand the garment of praise. Mm -hmm. And so I started rejecting depression. Because it's not of God. The joy yeah. of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. What have you accepted as normal? That even when someone tries to speak about that thing, you block them. It's a stronghold. You're like, you don't understand. In my family, we have allergies. <laughs> you don't understand. For us, we have back pain. Mm. You don't understand. I'm a woman. It's the time of the month. Mm. You don't understand. I'm too young. I'm too old. You don't understand. I, I, my finances just don't work. You, I can't tithe. I can't give towards this thing. You don't understand. I can't go for evangelism. You don't understand. understand. That's true. And children of God, if you're going to love someone, refuse to understand anything that's contrary to the word of God. Yeah. That's how yeah. you love them. You refuse to understand. Yeah. You call them out to greatness. Yeah. That's how you love your brethren. You speak the word to them. You tell them to rise to the word of God. Yeah. Not to bend down to their situation. Yeah. Because you. situations are below. The word and is always God above. Is you say rise up to the word of the Lord. Yeah. Child of God. And you know what? It's better to have no stomach pain. It's better to not be broke. Yeah. It's better to be joyful than to be sad. Yeah. It's, do you want, want to be made well? It will require you to change your surroundings. It will require you to place yourself in environments where there are other people who are ahead of you in the, in the place of faith. Mm. It will require you to change your hearing completely. Yeah. It will require you to get in the word of God like never like, before yeah. and have everything in your life is, what does the word of God say? Yeah. If it's contrary, I refuse to participate. Yeah. If, especially when there's a contrary situation, you, you must get the word of God and make it your anchor. Yeah. And say, no matter what happens, I know this is what the word of God says, and it Let must come God to pass. Yeah. Let God be true and every man a liar. Yeah. Before we end this broadcast, you're watching, and you've never said yes to Jesus. Maybe you think, I'm too unclean. I've done too many bad things. I'm too young to be saved. No, the younger you are, the more saved you must become. The enemy wants to steal your life. He wants to rob you. He's lying to you that being a born-again Christian is difficult. It's easy. 
There's a power on the inside of you that just works in you to will and to do according to his good pleasure. So we want to invite you to say yes to Jesus. And after that, Pastor Blesso is going to pray for those who have any sickness in your body. But I really sense in my heart that even, even before I talk about the person going to get born again, people here who need to forgive. You need to walk in forgiveness. Someone hurt you and you're walking around holding them in your heart, waiting for something bad to happen to them. No, your baby, you're bigger than that. Because you see, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping someone else dies. It's putting yourself in a prison and you have the key. Unlock the prison. Set them free because you need to be free of them. Take back the power of your life. You don't need to say anything to them. You just need today to say, I forgive this person. Start to pray for them. Start to bless them. Yeah. Send them a gift. Do something of faith that says, I have forgiven this person. Because you need your freedom. You need to walk away from that dysfunction. That place that you've stayed for so long. Some of you need to start tithing. Some of you need to start being generous. Some of you need to go and get planted somewhere. Start attending a space consistently until you see your life turn around. But if you've never said yes to Jesus, I want to give you that opportunity. You're watching on TV, you're listening. You can put your hand up, even if you're alone. Alone, you don't need to have any other witness but Jesus Christ. And pray this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus thank, you for loving me. thank you for loving me. I believe with all my heart, I believe with all my heart that, you've forgiven my sins, that you've forgiven my sins. And you've invited me, and you've invited me to, be your child. to be your child. Today, Today I am born again. I am born again. Take my life. Take my life. And do something significant. And do with something it. significant. With In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you prayed that prayer, we know you're born again. There's a party in heaven right now. It may Ooh. not feel like it, but it's happening right now. There's a number on your screen for those of you on radio. The number is zero seven seven five six four two four. Four, nine. Send a message to that number. There's a pastor on the other end waiting to pray with you and to connect you to a loving family. Also, if you want to join a mission or community, that's the number to call. And if you have any situation, any disease, any sickness in your body right now, I'm going to just invite you to put your hand wherever it is and we are going to command it out of your body because by his stripes you are healed. Yes. And so let us pray right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for divine health. Yes. Right now, I speak to every infirmity, to every sickness, to every disease. I command you to leave the body of the child of God right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare perfect health. I speak to a person, you've had stomach pain mm. for a long time. Yes. And as you are hearing the testimony of Pastor B3, I get the sense that you got healed just Amen. hearing the testimony. So right now we establish that healing in the name of Jesus. We speak to pains, headaches, headaches, migraines. We declare complete healing yes. to you. We speak to cancerous cells. We command you to align in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for perfect health. We thank you for divine health. From today forward, you are going to live a different person. Amen. You're going to live in perfect and divine health. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.